What's going on? You probably know better than anyone how setting up your own equipment's the fucking worst, bro. Exactly. Sound checks, man. You're at the you're early to every event, just setting up your shit. Like I'm happy sure everything is right, man. Like I play a big role, so I mean, I'm happy we finally got this in day before right. drum work fest, yes, sir. Absolutely. And the last drum work First member ever. of the podcast. This shit keeps moving. I'm holding the holding the podcast. We're finally getting it in, man. Finally, man. It's been a long time. What? About three, four months now? Yeah, great. Do you remember where we met? What show uh, was it? I want to say CT. Okay. Oh, the one that was that late yeah. night club? Yes. Okay. That was the night. Yeah. That was the night. I was like, oh, you the, you the, you the podcast dude. <laughs> yeah, and you thought I was from yeah. Buffalo. Exactly. You're from Buffalo. Yes, sir. Born and raised. I think you met everyone through OJ. Was that it? Because OJ was telling me that you would do mixes, that you would do like hour long mixes of people's songs and shit. Yeah, you know what it is. So like, it's the the music era I grew up in. Um, I come from like the Nas heavy mixtape era, Dipset, G Unit, when Fifty Cent was like on top of the world, like um, Dipset, Rockefeller. So all those artists, like that's the reason why I'm a DJ. So like when I was a kid, I didn't listen to the average radio. Um, whatever's on the radio at the time, I wasn't about that. I wanted to hear some timeless music that I'm going to be listening to forever. And those artists are the ones making me a DJ. So, um, did you want to be a DJ before you wanted to be a music journalist? Because you were saying you wanted to be yeah, a music journalist um, earlier. At first, it was straight music journalism. That's what I wanted to do. Um, Why? I just want. I like to be behind the scenes. I wanted to be the one like going to interview these people and they post it online you know what i mean um, yeah did I mean, you ever do any of that interviews and shit i did one <laughs> only one, one that's it who was it uh, i want to say it was spectrum south spectrum news uh for one of those karaoke's that we did last year i think it was a uh, thing no i mean did you ever interview anybody oh like when you were doing music journalists shit to do it with skis Really? Uh, yeah, Skis had an album in twenty. Skis, if I'm wrong, my bad. It was like 2013. It was um his album called In Search of Symmetry, and he's like, I'm about to drop this my first album. I need you to like do an interview with me, but we never posted that joint. That was the only time I actually did an interview. Why did you ever post it? Got a Skis, man. I don't know what was. That's crazy then. Yeah. So you knew everyone a long time ago. Yeah, I met um I met OJ first, him and Weez in like 09, 2010, somewhere around there. And um rest in peace, my brother Weez. Um he pretty much took me in like a brother after that. Like anywhere he went, like, oh, you wanna roll with me to the store and on this party this weekend. So uh yeah, Weez pretty much was like the glue that kept everybody together. Everyone talks about him that way. Yeah, he was it's one of a kind, man. Where'd you guys meet? Um, how did I meet Weez? Oh, shout out to my boy, 730. You know, he want me to say his name on here, but <laughs> shout out to 730 Dirty. But um, we went to high school together. 
and he used to work with Reeves and OJ overnight somewhere. I don't know, but um, he used to work with them overnight, and they had this. Um, so Skis, Weez, and their other two best friends, they had a nice little apartment. We had parties at like every every weekend, probably Ocho. Foes up, foes down for my crew. But yeah, we used to have parties over there at Ocho and um like on a random day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So that's where uh, everybody hung out at and pretty much um we like I said not on making music shit. You know what? They told me they like um we got two homies named Jay Skis and well, I already knew Busy at the time, Billy Esco, but we were like um Yo, we got skis and we got at the time at the time Uptown Chase. He's like, they make the best music ever. So I'm like, all right. And sure enough, I was like, oh no, nah, these dudes. They, they what were you doing? I was just the 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 good friend. Whoever needed a ride. Uh, you weren't DJing or nothing at that I point. I started DJing until I taught myself in 2016. 2017 was when I. Literally 420, 2017. That's when, like, you know, OJ got in a club for the first time with our brand. Wait, 2016, you taught yourself? Mm -hmm. Yep. Salute to DJ T. Jizzle. Um, Randall, it was the day that Kanye announced that he was dropping an album called The Life of Pablo. So I was just bored at home. I already had this DJ app on my MacBook at the time. And, uh, I used to watch OJ play around it on his Mac uh, computer at the time. So I'm like, ooh, I like that. I'm going to download that for myself. So one day I just did a Kanye mix after he announced that album and uh, posted it on SoundCloud. And everybody just was, you made this? I'm like, yeah. And OJ is like, oh, no, you got to keep doing this. You had never one done anything mixes. before, though. No. What made you download the DJ like uh, software watching, in the beginning? I used to watch OJ. On his uh, computer at the time, he would have like all of um, first class busy and skis music on his computer. So um, he would play with the tempo and that DJ at, and I like the sound of it. So I said, I got to download that and I'm going to um, teach myself one day how to DJ. That's crazy. And then what, six years later, now you're, you're yeah. touring the world DJing. Yeah, it's like shit. OJ. Be at his house and they be all just talking about sports, women, whatever. And I'm in a cut with headphones on. Just journalism is what you thought you were going to be doing. Yes, thought I was going to be a music journalist like Elliot Wilson, man. But DJ just happened to be my calling. Never at younger, like younger ages, you thought that was going to be something you were doing. No. But it's funny because my favorite movie of all time is Juice. And it's my favorite movie because Omar Epps' character in the movie, he was just going around the city, just showing his love for music. And uh, But he was actually a DJ in a movie. So as a kid, I would be like, yeah, that look cool, but I kind of want to be in the industry with like, okay. Yeah. What happened for 20, 2017? Uh, for 2017, that was the first time I got the DJ in a club. Um, shenanigans. Um, shout outs to Paul. But yeah, that's the first time I uh, DJed in the club. Uh, and it's funny. I'm about to tell him. I hate, I hate that I tell this story, but um, I had like the 30 songs in my phone. 
play this first, that first. So I was like, no, nah, that ain't DJing. I got to really just start freestyle, whatever comes to my mind. Just play a lot of those transitions hit. That's what I do. Is that how it works? Because yeah. I don't know what, like, you just go up and you play the song that. See, I, I have a formula. It's like um, if I'm doing a four or five hour party by myself, I know nobody's going to show up on time for that first hour and some change maybe. So I play like some slow or some old hip hop stuff where I just know like this is one of those songs where like the crowd, even during prime time, they don't want to hear this at prime time. So that's pretty much all I play. In the well, it's like your mix that you did at the God Don't Make Mistakes uh, release party was yeah. like the hit, man. Everyone was talking about that after. Because I, I just play songs that you're not going to really hear out too often. It's one of those I'm a DJ that just want to play the music where people are looking up there and they're like, oh, no, that's really – he's a real Conway fan. He's not just playing Lemon. He's playing uh, the cow, like, but in a club. So that's what I would uh, – that's how I got my, my popularity. People would go out and, oh, shit, T is playing – jay-z's like unreleased song yeah <laughs> like wait so what happened between the kanye mix and the your first show in that year oh that whole year i was just pretty much anybody from the era of music that i grew up in jay-z nas so every couple of weeks kanye mix started off with him uh cameron jay-z nas drake futures going down the list throughout that whole year and shout out to Jizzle uh, because I think it was the Drake mix. I'm like, Jizzle done did like two or three tours for Drake. Let me uh, send his mix to him, see if Drake will listen to it. And Jizzle uh, was like, this is a good mix. Got the right. Did you know him beforehand or did you just send it? Oh, uh, Jizzle, yeah, we, I've been new Jizzle for a while. I think we met, he's already a legend in town. I didn't meet him until like 2013, I want to say. Um, he was doing parties from like while he was in high school. I just didn't know him at the time. So Jizzle, he pretty much was uh, working at transitions. You gonna be good? You can do this. Like, just gave me the game and stuff. So salute to Jizzle. Did you ever have any plans like once you started that you wanted to like Griselda esque like torn? Like, how did that all? Well, I could tell you how the tour started. So. Pretty much. Yeah, how did you, wait, how did you get involved? Because I heard how you met, like, OJ and everything. OJ Ski's been my brothers forever. And as you know, Ski's was just hungry in the Buffalo scene. And Khan found about him and uh, Khan signed him. And then uh, Ski's brought in OJ because he needed, you see OJ moving around everywhere. He needed somebody that could, like. You need a team, yeah. team. So I think it was a photo shoot. I wasn't there, but uh, drum work had a photo shoot. Um, everybody's going around the room, skis, love, shots. Everybody's playing a song that they just recorded, I heard. And OJ was like, um, oh, let me get the Ux. And it was a Conway mix that I made. Um, and it's funny because I did the West Side Gun mix first. No, Benny was first. And then West Side Gun mix was next. And... Um, some of his crew is like, you gonna let him hear this. You know what I mean? So I'm like, 
cool. All right, let me do a Conway mix then. So I just had a Conway mix just done as well. I'm like, just in case. So um, it just so happened that Con happened to hear it first. And I met him. He was cool. And I was like, yeah. I'm you had never met him before that. Not really. I would see him at a party here and there. Walk in. It's Conway. He walk in. Might be DJing. Just... You probably don't remember these days. Um, but it's funny, I hadn't never met him at the time, but I watched him and one of my favorite rappers, uh, Jim Jones, after we did the uh, karaoke on the 4th and a couple years ago. And uh, Jim didn't have a DJ. So I DJed for Jim Jones, his whole set. We did like 20-something songs. Really? And after that, we... And that's your see, favorite rapper? It's one of them. One of my favorite rappers, I'm a huge Dipset fan, Cam Jewels and Jim, they are like rap heroes to me. You know what I mean? So uh yeah, DJ for Jim. And after that, um, I think it was OJ's like, oh, Jim at the studio. He's just recording. They said you can come through. So I go in there and it's Wes, Conway, uh the whole gang. And it's like, even during that time, I didn't ask them like. Did y'all hear my mix? Like, you know yeah. What I mean? So we were in that room. I didn't even really meet them. I just would. Man, that's fucking crazy. What did you think you were going to like? What did you think your future was 2016? Um, <laughs> Regular job, nine to five thirty. I like a bank somewhere. And that's it. Just living a normal life. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as I had money in my pocket somewhere to stay. What what took over? Like what made you just like dive head first into it? Into DJ? Yeah. Um tour. Tour. I was still when when OJ and Conway called me about the tour, I was still working. And it just so happened to be um I gotta watch my words. It was a job that I didn't have the best relationship with some people there and um i was like i might just have to take a leap of faith and just just leave and follow this dj thing and um I, I, it's funny i wanted it to happen right away like they asked me in april to do the tour i'm like uh-oh i'm conway's dj now so i didn't get to meet conway until august how how long after the he heard the mix was this like right away uh, OJ played it for him. OJ texted me, like, playing the mix, comedy, fucking with it heavy. Um, I was like, oh, okay. That meant a lot to me, him just hearing it. But then, like, the next week, that's when they asked me to do the tour, the first Love Against You Kill tour. Uh, like, yeah, I might have to. Were you nervous? Had you ever done, like, you had done the hip hop karaoke? Mm hmm. Shout out to Gab, DA, um, Billy Esco, my hip hop karaoke squad, and OJ. Um, even, even how, like me being part of hip hop uh, karaoke, uh, shout out to Gab. She would be DJing. She would be like, oh, I gotta go to drink real quick. I gotta go to the bathroom. Can you hold me down real quick? So I'll play like a, a good two, three songs for her. But the Jim Jones night, that's when they were like, oh, nah, you're officially HHK. You with us. I didn't realize like when I, the day that we did the Conway interview here, we went to hip hop karaoke. Uh -huh. and it's funny when Chad was texting me about like karaoke. Yeah. I was like, all right. Like, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like I'm not from <laughs> Buffalo. I didn't know. So I was like, 
oh, we're constantly going to a karaoke bar? Like, yeah. what the hell is this? And then I went, and that show was lit. Yeah. That show was crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those events, man. You just, you start what you're doing to come out for karaoke. It's just so big. We don't, we only do them, like, four times a year. Um, Early, in the, like, January to start off. Then you won't see us till like, June, July, summertime. Next time is obviously Thanksgiving and Christmas, so whenever we do have them, we gotta, I don't know what I mean, really make sure the city come out. Yeah, everyone in drum work has a crazy story about like <laughs> taking a leap of faith yeah. to follow their shit. Yeah, Con, man, that for me, Con and OJ, they just made me believe like it's, you get what you put in. So you know what I mean? If you really want it, like you see skis put out like two, three, four projects on his own. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we give you the, we give you the blueprint and you pretty much, you do what you do with it. So that's kind of how um, Greetings Earthly came about. Um, he was on the road and at the shows, he's been to a few shows where I would change the beat for uh, Jesus Crisis. So Conway was just like, I'm gonna get you hot, man. We gonna uh, we gonna do a mixtape. Did so you for people? Do you choose the beat switches for Jesus Crisis? Yeah, me and OJ because the first uh for the New York uh, uh New York City show for Love Get You Killed tour, we like are we in New York City? So Jay Z is me. Jay Z, OJ was like, we gotta do the Jay Z takeover beat. So um, it started off with the takeover beat, and then. OJ was like, okay, we've been running with that for a while. We we out west. Let's change it to uh Easy E. So I changed it to the Easy E beat. And then it was like pretty much wherever city we go to, of a rapper that's from that city, we're gonna change it to that beat. So yeah. So anyway, the greetings earthlings. Yeah. Greetings earthlings, yes. Thatpiff.com. Shout out to Chad, Tony Boy, Goose. Um we went to the studio like 3 a.m., 3 a.m. session, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., I think. Um, Tony Boy is like, yo, you got to record it all in one take again, because I already had it recorded. You got to record it over again. So All the beats were picked. OJ did like the first, I think it's the first two tracks, first two or three tracks. Those were like OJ's beat selections. Everything else was me. And then. Uh, oh, Con, really? Yeah. I think I chose um, the family ties that you performed the shows. That one for sure. The Drake and a uh, uh, little baby joint. And um, did you choose him as like Drake. an exercise, or did you guys go over like, all right, these are the songs he wants to? With that being Conway, I thought we were gonna do some New York City hip like bop your head type older beats. So. Um, when they sent me the J. Cole, My Life, I was like, okay, I see where you want to go. He want to stay kind of current. So that's how we, uh, I was like, all right, let's throw this beat at him, that beat at him. I think he'll have fun with it while he's recording, get to really talk his shit on that beat. So um, it was, we all kind of had our hand in yeah. the beats. But, I couldn't yeah. believe the track that I'm on, the Wilshire yeah. track. I. I actually had never heard the Tyler track before uh -huh. that. Yeah. yeah. And now then I went back. I was like, oh, damn, this is crazy. But that was like a deep cut. Yeah. It's I, it's funny when the mixtape came out. Um, 
I didn't know that they were putting your vocals on there either. Because the version, of course, I had the versions without me and OJ mm-hmm. talking or scratching or the the drops. So I just heard it was just the beat and uh, Ski's rapping, Con rapping. The beat just play out with OJ talking over it. So I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, yeah, bro. Book. That was shout out, to, shout out the buck. <laughs> that, that was crazy, though. <laughs> Speaking of late nights, though, back that you did the recording studio, you went to the session at like 3 a.m. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Kyle was like, need that joint done by Tuesday. Tony boy was like, this is the only slot I got, 3 a.m. So went there and knocked that joint out. Tired That's something that. about you guys is you guys will work late and through yeah. the night. Yeah. This. Drum work does not go to bed early. That's not, yeah. You know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Khan will just be sitting there, you know, on his phone. You thinking he's like, he'll, he'll be talking, like, oh, look at this, showing us a video on Instagram or he on YouTube. Bobby at Studio Session. He go in there. All right, I'm ready. Knock out a whole verse, like one take, nonstop. Like, when's the first time you heard him? Khan, um, I want to say it was like 2016, 27, whenever the cow came out. Uh, and it's funny as I knew of Wes, but um, I didn't know he had a brother named Conway the Machine that raps too. I'd only heard a couple of songs from Wes. And uh, Weez was like, oh, you got to listen to the cow and reject too. So um, went back and listened to those. And then they had a show at the uh the waiting room i think it was at the time that's the name of the venue and uh that was the first time i got to see him in person perform I was like, okay yeah this this nigga's dope i want to in a in like in a year or two do a mix for conway and yeah yeah but west was the first one that what were you listening to before the uh i feel like that was the time where like Drake had first started and uh Kendrick, ASAP Rocky, that class, J. Cole. So I was listening to a lot of those artists in their camps. So that's what I was listening to at the time. And then when I first heard Wes, I think the first song I heard of Wes was uh Me and My Ego of Hitler One, I believe. And I was like, oh shit, he taking it back to the era that I fell in love with hip hop in, which is the dipset, Nas, G Unit era. Um so yeah, I was like, these boys actually might might get rich off of this in the yeah. city. Yeah, so you wanted right. to do a mix for him, but you weren't thinking about like DJing live, like tour being like a tour DJ. Mm-hmm. Nope, not at all. Um Support for Bucked Up is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Let me say they sent me the precision package and uh Life is so much better with aerodynamic balls. It includes the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BUCKEDUP at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BUCKEDUP at manscaped.com. 
Uh, their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 watt LED spotlight that you need for a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on your bathroom floor. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping on manscaped.com when you use code BUCKEDUP. Again, that's 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use code BUCKEDUP. Let's get back into it. It's funny because, like, they asked me to do tours, and I didn't hear from Khan until, like, a month later, so I was, and he didn't mention the tour really. You were just like, it's good, King, you ready? And we just talking about other shit that night, but like, I was like, I don't know, this might be too good to be true. I don't think I'm about to really be his DJ, but, and we got the rehearsal done for the first tour like two days before the first show. And, uh, what was that first show like? It was Atlanta. Atlanta was the like, first was Atlanta. Well, we had like a little pre warm up show in Miami. That was cool. Um, actually, let me, let me speak on Miami real quick. Uh, I was nervous that night. I was definitely nervous. I'm like, oh shit, this is Conway. So um, I was just on the mic, just, I sounded nervous, like on the mic, like, oh, y'all ready, Miami? Like, blah, blah, blah. like, I didn't sound right. You didn't so have the confidence. Yeah. His, like his set list of the song. So I was like, all right, our real first show, Atlanta, two weeks, I'm going to be ready. And um, that night in my head was a perfect night. I ain't mess up or nothing. Like we were both on point with the music and stuff. Um, were you nervous before the Atlanta one? No, at that point, I was like, all right, I got something to prove now. I'm going to be DJing for Conway. I got to show the world. Like, I can do this. I wasn't really nervous for Atlanta. I was ready. And we had um, two chains came out that night. So I'm like, oh, shit, I don't care if it's one verse. I'm playing a song for two chains in Kawi the Machine. So, yeah, I wasn't nervous at all. After that, I was ready. I was like, all right, who next? Conway, who else? Like, uh, Yeah, because in those moments, you probably think about when you were just like, damn, I'm going to work a regular job. And yeah. just like. yeah. Definitely, I was like... You do have, You did have something to prove. Definitely did it, yeah. There was no voice in the back of your head, like, being <laughs> like, no, one day you're meant for something, like... Yeah, I just, just got up there and just did my thing, man. That was the only thing I could do. How many shows had you done beforehand, like, between before tour? The tour? Besides the just one, the Jim Jones show, that's it. Only that, one <laughs> Jim Jones show. What do you yeah. think? What do you think about you got you to where you are? Um, I think it's my passion for music. It's a certain type of hip hop that, that I'm in love with. I think my passion got me there. I feel like when people um, hear me DJ, they like, oh shit, he's playing this on that song. So I'm like, they always remember moments like that. So um, just the passion for certain songs that I love. OJ just um he wants the best anybody that he works with, he just wants the best for everybody. So OJ just talking to me every day, making me believe in it. Um 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bunch of positive people I got in my circle right now that just keeps me motivated, keeps me going, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. You think it's your passion? Definitely. That keeps you going? Definitely. Do you think there was ever a point, like, do you, like, did you see yourself giving up? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure did. Um, I'm a hip-hop nerd, so, like, if I'm mixing two songs together and I know it's like, I think it's dope. We out at a event or a club. And if I feel like people didn't hear what I was doing with those two songs right there, I just played, I'll be like, damn, they don't want to hear me. I don't know if I want to do this, man. And when I first started DJing, I wasn't really talking on a mic. So um, I'm like, they want DJs that talk on a mic like all night. I don't think I'm going to, I just felt down like I can't do this now. No, I'm, I'm about to give up and just stop. Like, so I get I I, I definitely have my moments where I'm like, I don't know if they want to hear me. I just feel like I'm ready to give up. I'm like, nah, like I came this far. I gotta keep going. Do you? What was like? What was the moment that you really realized? Was it that first show, the Miami one, where you were like, oh shit, I really made it like i really followed my um, passion and accomplished my goal no it was the second show we did after the after we knocked out those uh 20 dates we had like two just random shows that second one we did in orange county um Khan shouted me out that night um and i switched the beat that was the first time we did we were on the west coast and switched to beat for jesus crisis so, um, damn, what was I about to say? You were saying that was the first time you really felt he shouted oh, you out. Yeah, that first. night when he shouted me out, the beat switches. I was like, I made it. <laughs> like, And then to the host, a, yeah. Yeah. And then hosting like, a project, too, is crazy. Like, yeah, that's, um. Or DJ in the, but it's hosted by you and OJ, right? Yeah, OJ. I pretty much mix everything together, sequence of track list and everything. And OJ pretty much uh, just talking throughout the whole mix. Like I told you, I don't really like to talk on the mic sometimes. I might need a shot, a little, like a little shot or a little drink so I can start feeling like I'm in my zone. Like I don't care what people out there are thinking about me. So, um, I like that though. You have like your music first. speak for itself. You don't yeah. need to. I'm on the mic a lot now, though. I will say, like, I'm definitely like we do this drum work fest. You are gonna hear me on the mic. I might not talk as much as OJ. He just know how to do. Well, he's a like host. A like, yes. yeah, he knows how to win that crowd. So, like, I say my I say shit for a little bit. I'm like, all right, you got it. You know what I mean, yeah. So it's cool though, like. I liked the uh, the new Benny challenge that was showing love to DJs DJ and Shea. stuff. Yeah, because wasn't the... DJ Shay? Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. I I honestly didn't even know. I didn't even hear the like anti DJ rant Wiz went on. I just mm -hmm. heard that he did. But then too, I saw yeah. the yeah. I didn't even. Did you see it at all? See it at all? What it was Scroll about? On Instagram like in quick passing, but I didn't really. Yeah. Watch the whole thing and see what was said or whatever. So. Yeah, but but I um, think it is important, like yeah, like so we, that DJs get the love. Yeah, we play a big role, man. Like we, like it's it's 
we perform it. We perform it with some of the greatest rappers in the world. So we got to be on point. We just want to be remembered for that. So play a big role, man. But a uh, story, funny story about DJ Shay. Never met him. Probably like we. Well, we didn't. We didn't officially get to meet. Had that real DJ conversation. We. I met him in passing like one time. It was like a quick what's up. I'm DJ. He just started real quick. Um, and I'd be, I'd be mad as hell. Like, damn, I wish I had a chance to really get to get the game from Shea too. I would have loved to, like I taught myself how to DJ, but I would love, love to have somebody like that show me some things. So yeah, it's rest in peace, DJ Shea, man. But the funny story, you said you had a funny story about Shay. Oh, that was it. That oh, was no, it. okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Oh, just the dap and up. Yeah. yeah. I got to meet him once. To meet him, so like I got to meet yeah. him once outside of a Conway show, like uh-huh. early on. Yeah, and he was. It was just so nice. Like that was the inspiration to this whole thing. Was that day? I remember that, and he was uh-huh. so ex- inspiring. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'd be mad as hell thinking about that. I wish I had a chance to work with him. Man. Yeah. So I don't think people realize you can like teach yourself shit. Like, how how old were you? I was twenty. 20- when I taught myself like 26 like you taught yourself yeah. and now that's your career I don't think people realize uh, you can really do that yeah uh, people think they're like they are stuck like you were saying you know like I'm very like I told you I'm very passionate about music so I was like it's nothing for me to just learn this I just I know the music but as far as the DJ aspects I'll get better at that so that's why I was like I didn't, wasn't really taking it serious at first. I was just, like I told you, doing a new mix every month of an artist that I listen to, like just slowly, month by month, just teaching myself. And it, it's crazy where I'm at right now. I never imagined this. Yeah. Because it was the passion. Yeah. But I think it's also that, like, people listening should be inspired that if there's something you want to do, you should just, like, do it. just yeah. try it. Exactly. Especially for someone like Conway, like if you listen to any of the drum work stories, it's all that same thing. It's all just not giving up in determination. Yeah. That's the like Buffalo music way, you know? Yeah. It's too many talented people, man. Like passionate about something. You want to try something? Like just go ahead and just try it. Like don't work out for you. Smart. Like you should know, like, all right, this ain't for me. And find something else. So. Yeah. Are you like, nervous? Are you excited for this thing tomorrow? Does it just feel like know. another show, drum work fest? It's like, honestly, I've DJ, I did so many shows for Conway. Um, at, Like right now, I'm like, it's just another show. But it's going to hit me tomorrow. I'm like, oh, shit, this is our first, like, real festival. Like, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to hit me, like, later on tomorrow. But as of now, I'm feeling like... um. Like, I'm ready to knock out this show for Con in the in the drum. Yeah. Like, have you ever done any shows for anyone other than Conway, other than that one Jim Jones Jim? one? Nope. Would you, or do you feel like you I would? I definitely would. Um, like, do you? Is that what is that what you see your like future as? Like, do you want to tour for different artists? Do you? Are you just going with the flow? It's a little bit of both. Um. It'd definitely be dope to have, uh, like, although I'm drum work, like, 
It'd be dope to do like a couple shows with somebody. I don't know about a whole tour just yet, but definitely um, it'd be cool to do a, a show or two for another artist. It helps me out too as DJTs. Definitely, it'd definitely help me out. But um, yeah, we. Who would you want to DJ for? Cam, Killer Cameron, G Wells. The locks, Jada Kiss especially, the locks. Um who else we got out there? That's it. But I DJ for a lot of rappers. I never would have thought. Like I, I was about to say beans and freeway, but I'm like, oh, I did play a song or two for them already. Oh, really? Yeah. On the well, on the Conway tour. But um, Oh, did they come out and Yeah, they came out. During a Philly show, New York City show, um, so it's funny because it's like I, I kind of DJ for a couple of people already. Yeah, I don't care if it's one song. I was up to I'm I was up the one up there that played that song. Yeah. So uh, it's, I'm like I kind of DJ for everybody that I grew up listening to. So it's a few more. I was like, if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm fine with where I'm at. Like. I mean, yeah. Do you still do mixes? Here and there. Um, I had this mix series called T Nice. Pretty much, I would play like something for everybody, something that you could play at the family barbecue or something. So it's like a lot of old school R and B, um, oldies, like good classic hip hop. Um, that's what those are the mix I've been doing for the past couple of years, but uh. It's been a while since I did like a single artist. Single mix. artist, yeah. It's funny that you said the life of Pablo was the day that you did the first one. Yeah, because Kanye, that was his first album since Jesus in 2013. So he had kind of been quiet. And um, it's Kanye. So everybody's like, Kanye's crazy. Kanye this, Kanye that. And I was like, wait till my boy next album drop. I think He's that's back. one of his most that's underrated most albums. Yeah. Uh, life of Pablo for sure. I love that. Like that album gets severely under, like underappreciated. Uh, it definitely is. It definitely is. Um, that was that that album was kind of. It was like a different sound. Like the uh, father stretched my hands. The first time he had songs on his album was kind of like just turn up lit kind of music versus yeah. the soulful music that you're used to from Kanye. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the most underrated. But late registration is always gonna be my favorite Kanye album, though. Late, that's my that's my yeah. favorite one too. Yeah, I feel like um, everybody, a lot of rappers, like they look at their first album as like, like that's the one, like that's the it album from that artist. So um, it was certain artists at the time. I was like, I don't know if they can top that first one. Late registration for me. I enjoy much more than the first college dropout album. My dad used to say, like, because he's a musician, he's like, you have your whole life to make your first album. Yeah. And then you have, like, two years to make your second album. Yeah. And so, like, I get that. Because it's so funny, like, with my jokes. I have jokes that I have, like, very, like, I'm connected emotionally to. Mm -hmm. And I like them more. But, like, other people like my other jokes more. But it's just because, like, I had them for so long, like I have a connection to them. 
Congrats, man. I see you doing your thing on the road with the community. Man, thank you. Hey, man, keep going. You guys fucking inspire me so much. Like, I remember Jay sat me down one day, like, looking at you guys' schedule. Like, when you guys were going on Europe, like, to Europe, from Canada Europe's to crazy. Europe, to then you start the Griselda tour right away. Yeah. And it was kind he was like, yo, like, we all have the same 24 hours. Like, if they're doing this, like, you can push, like, yeah. hard. Like, you guys fucking, you don't stop. Yeah, Europe. Oh, man, Europe was, that was the best experience I ever had. Going to Europe? Had you ever been before? No, and I never even thought about going anywhere to Europe. Not nothing. I was like, what reason would I have to go there? So I never imagined, like, being in Europe, better, let alone being being a DJ, like, and the shows were crazy. Yeah, um, Amsterdam, Amsterdam got a special place in my heart. That was like the best show we had in Europe. Really, what happened? Yeah. Um, I want to say at that point, from what I remember, it was just the biggest crowd, and um, everybody. You can't. We don't speak the same language, so we go to these shows and they know Conway song word for word, and they just show love to like. They show love to the whole drum work, like their Conway, like they like like Skis or Love is the main artist that came to see. They treating everybody with the same love and respect. They're treating Conway, that was my favorite part too. That's beautiful. Um, that and shout outs to Love. Um, we had a show in Antwerp, and uh, you know, in the drum work song, she like that's a long way from Antwerp. <laughs> so I said, Yo, Love, me in Antwerp. So when you say that. Tell me to stop the beat. And we gone, uh, I'm going to let you talk your shit. Like, when I said we a long way from Antwerp, I was talking about a neighborhood I grew up in. We in Antwerp, Belgium tonight. So I said, that's a long way from Antwerp. And then I dropped the beat in. Everybody oh. going crazy. Today's episode is sponsored by Ohm with Emily. Emily is a meditation and yoga teacher, as well as an astrology and tarot reader. She uses yoga and spirituality to help others reconnect with their true self. She offers in-person and virtual one-on-one -on -one sessions for all experience levels. Find her online at omwithemily.com. That's O-M-W-I-T-H-E-M-I-L-Y.com or on IG at ohm.with.emily. DM her on IG and mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. That's right, mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. You can find her on IG at ohm.with.emily. Let's get back into it. But she, uh, Love was saying that there was a girl there that didn't speak English, but like just loved her so much that she kept like hugging her, yeah, like she could. Yeah, that was funny. Is that that was crazy? I think that was uh, I think that was Antwerp. If I'm not mistaken, sorry, love, if I'm wrong. I think it was Antwerp though. He loved deserved to be the main like main stars too. Like that's cool that they get the love over there yeah. because they're both. I mean, everyone on drum work so talented, but Skis and Love really put in a lot of work. To, uh, we got dropped off, got our Uber, one of them shows out there in Europe, and they just knew it was us. So uh fans out there, they like damn near walking fast as hell while we getting out. They like Jay Skis, Jay Skis, like <laughs> love the genius. Like they going crazy. Like 
But I don't think people realize how much time and effort and work it actually goes into, like, getting to every show. It's not just, like... I, I don't know. I think people yes. think romanticized tour life. Yeah, no, it's a lot of work behind the scenes. Y'all don't know about, man. It's a lot of work. <laughs> More me than you a, expected? Yeah, me as a DJ, sometimes, um, like, I, I'm the main part of the show, so I got to be at these venues early. And it'd be yeah, like, you have to be like the first one there, basically. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, I don't know where Khan is. I haven't talked to him in OJ yet. Uh, I know they probably just getting here. They busy doing something. I'm nervous. I need to know the set list right now. So um, I keep forgetting what I was about to say, man. I'm just blowing this <laughs> weed smoke in your face. I apologize. No. How often do you switch up the set lists? Uh, pretty much. It's, a, it's really on Khan's mood. Like, kind of, I don't feel like coming out to um, Fear of God tonight. Let's come out to lock low. I don't want to perform drum work tonight. Let's do Sister Abigail. So we'll pretty much like we'll look at what we did last time and just be like, let's take that out, that out. But it slowly turns into like a whole new set list. Him and OJ, they pretty much like pick the songs that we're gonna do in order. And then I'll add like the beat switches. Or I'll get like my little last two cents in. Like, um, I feel like the crowd didn't. It didn't go as crazy when we did this song. Let's try this one tonight. I might, I might do that. And sometime. do you practice? Yeah, I'll be. At, yeah, I, I definitely practice. Like, um, do you guys practice together? Not together. We pretty much. Yo, how does Con remember all those lyrics, bro? Listen, and we perform were, at the quality that he does. <laughs> we were, uh, I think for the Canada run, one of my favorite uh, parts of the Canada run was um. A thousand corpse off reject two intro. Um, I played that beat because it'll be like, who want to hear some old classic Griselda shit? So the beat will come on. Doom. And then uh, he starts rapping John Wooflet. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, yo, you rapping a newer song <laughs> off of your old song. I'm like, dude. So we stopped it. Stop it, T. I dropped my vibe, air horns. Bring me some new shit. Then we come with the real John. Um, Total accident, though. That was an accident. That was an Did you accident. guys do that again at some point? At that point, it was pretty much like. I feel like that happened at one of the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that happened at a yeah. show I saw. That was. Uh, the whole the whole Brazil didn't run. Pretty much. The whole Brazil didn't run. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool seeing Khan like finish out the Griselda shows and just the love. Like <laughs> the performance is crazy. Like the show is crazy. Uh-huh. I feel like did you go to a lot of rap concerts? Yeah. Me that was uh me, Weeze, and Billy Esco. OJ sometimes too, but like that was our thing, just going to all the rap shows. Um we would go to like all the rap shows, but Skis would have some of his own, like his own rap shows and rap ciphers and stuff. So we that's that was our thing before I really like became a DJ and started touring. Like we used to always go to a rap concert. I'm the first I feel one like performance. Oh, wait, who was that? OJ was the yeah. one saying you were the first one in line at yeah, concerts. Like I was I'm the, I was talking to him because yeah. I'm the same way. And it's so funny now that, like, you don't need to be, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
<laughs> That's um told you I'm a huge dipset fan. So Jewel's had a solo show up here. And um I went to the show early as hell. So I'm in the front. And um his people at the time was like, Yo, you look familiar. So I'm just in the front, just lit rapping every song. So one of his mans came up to me and was like, Yo, I know you from somewhere. Are you at Terrence M on Twitter? <laughs> I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's me. So they like brought me on stage. Really? I got to meet him that night. So yeah, that was that was my thing, man. Going to all the rap concerts early, possibly I get to meet him. Or... So you were like in that type of stuff. Cause the reason I brought that up is I feel like like performance was kind of lost in rap for a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. like there were a couple of years that it was like the performance wasn't that big of a part of it. Yeah. Every and then everybody wanted to just rap over the words. Like it's kind of like what you're getting at home or in the car, listening to the words. Exactly. The yeah. up there but just, now, like, it's cool. Like, no, yeah, con, no words. None. You yeah. Make the, you want the crowds to fill it. There's so many Conway songs that, especially me being as DJ, though, but um, I love them more live than when I hear it in a song. I see them like, like Stress, for example. Uh, On the song, it's like, I drink because I'm stressed. I'm stressed because I'm depressed. But you got the shows. I drink because I'm stressed. I'm stressed. You know what I mean? He give you that passion. You give you that feeling. Like, it's like you said the cow was the first song you heard from him. But that's one of those songs. That yeah. It's like a powerful performance. And he performs that like, of course, it's a, a hit song, mm-hmm. like a popular. But yeah. that's a really personal song. I remember, I think New York was the first show I think I saw him do it. Um. Yeah, that was New York. That was definitely New York. I remember. But it was like it was it was really like he got the energy going into the performance. Exactly. Especially because exactly. it's such an a passionate song. Exactly. Yeah. I I I definitely prefer the music live over. Do you have a favorite live track? Um from Khan. Yeah. Then I'll go with another artist from Khan. Um Dylan Dumani. Um just hearing that crowd. Just yelling out like already got it. <laughs> and just his his hunger while he's rapping. Like he wants you to fill his words. That's the song I love hearing live. And also um from another artist, Jay-Z Can I Live. They usually have a band when I go see Jay-Z at concert. So um that's another song of mine. I just love to just hear live those those horns, all those music instruments. They'd be taking me there. Yo, I'd love to see Khan with a live band. That'd be fire. That'd be fire, man. Like last time I saw Jeezy, it was with a live band. It was at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. Oh, it shit. was dope as hell seeing him with I, a band. Like I've seen Jeezy so many times throughout the years. I'm, this is my first time hearing that he has a band. I, I wish I could have. I love see like I got to see uh Jizza do Liquid Swords at the Blue Night Blue Note in New York, the yeah. jazz club with uh-huh. a full jazz band. Oh. That shit was because that's my favorite solo Woo project. Uh, my favorite Woo project, um, only built for Cuban Links. Okay, and Method. Well, it's actually, it's a tie. Only, only built for Cuban Links and Method Man's first album to Cal. But um, while we were on the subject of concert, I did leave out something. One of, my, one of the best concerts I've ever been to was Kendrick Lamar, um, Funta's Groove Sessions Tour. 
that whole show was with like a live band. Like, oh, really? Was a live band for that show. And that's when he was doing the uh, To Pimp a Butterfly album. And that's like his, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people sleep on that one. But that concert, that album was made to be performed live. So that's another concert. Is that your favorite Kendrick album? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm good one. kid, Mad City. I'm that's a, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Of, that's my second favorite. I like the, the storyline in it. I saw him open up for Steve Ioki before that project dropped. Before a good kid came up? Yeah. I just think that's yeah, so crazy. Like Kendrick Lamar is probably the highest, like one uh-huh. of the like, like opening up for Steve Aoki of all people. Yeah, you know the DJ and shit. The he's like an EDM DJ. No, I know that is. Yeah, I know that yeah, is. yeah. I know that is. Um, Miski's Weez and um, Uptown Chase, Mister Esco was good. Um, that was our thing too. Just going to all the concerts before these artists blow up. Like we didn't, mm. we seen Kendrick really before he blew up. We seen uh, J. Cole before his first album came out. We saw Big Crit. Who else did we see? ASAP Rocky, another one. Like we saw all these people before they just like. I up. saw, I saw the same thing. Like, and I would just go, like I saw Lil Baby uh-huh. in this, in Paradise Rock Club yeah. in Boston, which you did. That's where we, yeah. And then I saw him do like, like where he is now, Xfinity Center. Like, yeah. I love that. Sh- it's Khan. I remember seeing Khan upstairs at the Middle East in Boston, 2016, 2017. It probably holds like a hundred people or uh-huh. something. To then the Roadrunner show. Yeah, that was. Oh, I got a question for you. When did you first get put on to Griselda's music? Reject two. Oh, wow. I remember the exact moment I heard Beloved huh. with, you know, Benny Mock yeah. and Khan. Like, I remember driving and I remember hearing that song and I only listened to it because of the album cover. Because the back yeah. of his head and the shoulder, I was like, that's a crazy album cover. I'm just going to listen to the song. It came up on my, like, daily mix of shit yeah. you would like. And I listened to it and ever since then, like... That's one of the ones. Khan was shit. telling me, like... um. He's like, I stayed at Der- shout out to Derringer. He's like, I stayed at Derringer's crib the whole time, just making his album, sleeping right there on his couch. Just that's you know I mean? yeah. get that album done. So yeah, that was crazy. When I, I met Conway, that. this was long ago. This was like 2017, 2016, outside of the Middle East upstairs. He was saying like Derringer was the only like when they were homeless, like when he was homeless after getting out and shit, uh-huh. like Derringer would just let him record at his house for free. Like yeah. you know, like there was no reason for Derringer to do that for him, yeah. but he would do it. And he also said that West had all these plans, like already. Like yeah. everything's happening. He thought when he when he was locked up, like he had those thoughts already. Yeah. And salute to Weston Derringer, man. Hey. And Conway, bro. It's and crazy. Shane. It's crazy to go to that tiny out. little club in Boston and then be able to like go on tour yeah. and see how crazy the fans are in every city. Huge venues. Yeah, it's, it's, man. Thank you for these fans out here. We it's, we nothing without the fans, man. They making us do our job better and you know what I mean? Make sure we keep giving y'all good shows every night. So Nothing's fans, better man. than that Griselda show. At all. At all. Or a Drumworks show, man. Yeah, Drumworks man. Fest. I'm so excited for Drumworks Fest. 
Yeah, no, this is gonna be yeah. a crazy show. Yeah, OJ Hammond, they put a lot into this, man. So I'm glad it's sold out. We about to about to have fun, man. First ever drum work fest, Fat Wally, Jeezy, drum work. Couple others uh, guests, salute the Jizzle. Couple other guests we got pulling up. Does Khan, Khan doesn't have a song with any of those guys, right? Uh, um, out, <laughs> out at least. Out, <laughs> yeah, out at least. <laughs> so while we talking about songs that's not out, um, I think OJ mentioned it, but uh, we'll make the announcement here too. We got a mixtape coming out called Hidden Drums. We were supposed to have it out for the festival, but everybody's busy. OJ running around uh, making sure it's festival right. So we had time to record it, but I'm going to pretty much, uh, we going to make sure it's done for this tour that we got coming up that I'll tell you later tour in September. But um, with the mixtape, Hidden Drums, it's pretty much going to be songs that you can only get from us. Like they might not be able to be declared for streaming services yet. So you got to get it from us. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's so, on it? Um, it's basically the whole drum work crew. I got about five or six contracts that um, we had the chance to really let the the, the crowd or the, the crowd, the people here. Then we uh, got a track from everybody else in the drum. Um, Shots is on there. Ski is in love on there, of course. Shout outs to Goose. Goose is on there. SK. Uh, Lucky Seven, and we got our uh, our design guy, Blaine Boogie, on there too, spitting a few. Oh, on. really? Yeah. Oh shit! I'm yeah. definitely gonna have to check that yeah, out. So that that'll be out. Hidden drums. Hidden drums. Mixed by DJ T. Think OJ talking this shit. Now we go. Um, yeah, we should have that out that first week of September, like before we hit the road. That mixtape should be out. That's dope as hell, yeah. man. Thank you for yeah. doing this. I'm happy we got to do, to do a late night. Ago, we, yeah, it worked out perfect the day before Drumworks drum Fest, Fest to get the last Drumworks, man. I really appreciate your time. Man, thank you for having me. Man, congratulations on everything. Your story's inspiring as hell. Like, that's awesome, man. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Salute. And this will come out after the festival, but go see the tour. You guys are on tour. Start later tour. We started in September 6th. Uh, last date is October 6th. Got a month on the road, so get them tickets. Who is Conway.com? DJT folds up. <laughs> Hidden drums coming out. Peace out, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah.